wait and see. You know, when you can't predict the future, that can be a good strategy. But wait and see isn't always a good strategy when it comes to your retirement. In these uncertain times, the decisions you make today regarding your savings and investments can have a huge impact on your retirement. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial have seen the market at its highs, its lows, and everywhere in between. They know how emotional it can be for you right now. So here's what they're doing. They're clearing their schedule to talk with you on the phone or on a video call to listen to what concerns you have and then offer help. The number to call is 863-285-3815. They are local and independent advisors who can help guide you through this. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team now. 863-285-3815 and schedule your time for a phone or a video meeting with the team. Call 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Investment advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Money really means to you because we're eminently prepared every morning at this time. It is time to double check and see what your retirement accounts are doing to you this morning. And we do it every morning with the assistance of Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, I didn't realize I had a short record on, so we kind of threw ourselves on the air in a hurry. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How you doing? Well, uh, you know, I had a little tire issue this morning, so I'm stuck at home right now. Till I get my air compressor going and get her pumped up and ready to go. Oh, Lordy, what'd you do? Run over a nail like I do all the time? I'm hoping not. I think they just got a little slow leak in, uh, in one of my tires. It uh, takes right. a little while for my compressor to get up and running. I hear you there. Well, setting the table for the morning, yesterday was an off day on Wall Street. The Dow actually kind of took a bit of a bath, down 324 points. That's a better part of a full percent. NASDAQ was off by 19, and the Standard & Poor's was off by a little under 21. Not exactly a great day, but then again, we've been kind of disappointed by the economic reports that we've had out, so not to be unexpected leading into uh, Employment Weekend, because we got the uh, we got the first-time jobless claims this morning, and what a concept. We actually did what the market expected us to do for a change. We really did, Dave, which is nice to see. We saw um, uh, first-time claims drop down below 400,000, uh, which was which is good. Came in like 385,000, which was exactly what everybody expected. Um, and they, it looks like they revised last um, last week's down a little bit because it was over 400, I believe. It was 399, which is not much of a revision, I don't believe. Uh, I think we're pretty much even 400 last week. So, yeah, a little bit downward, as long as the revision's downward. Continuing claims were kind of a surprise, and uh, my bull crud detector started going off. Uh, continuing claims, 2.93 million. The market expected three and a quarter million continuing claims. I'm kind of wondering if we're starting to see some of the fallout from the, some of those state governments that said, nah, we've got to force people back to work and uh, throw them off the uh, federal supplemental programs and whatnot. I'm wondering if that was the reason. I'm hoping it's not, and that's really a good bit of news. Hey, I, I also uh, agree with you there that we don't, uh, you know, how many people are just getting tired and just giving up looking for a job, though there are plenty of jobs out there. Um, so, so it's hard to tell. You know, again, we'll continue to watch and see how continuing claims continue to fall. Um, but tomorrow will kind of be the big, um, I don't know, kind of the big tell, I guess, because the unemployment rate will come out tomorrow. 
Absolutely. We've got two conflicting days now with reports giving direction. The uh, got the unemployment claims report we get for this week actually looks pretty doggone good, but the ADP number showing private sector employment came way disappointing yesterday. So it kind of gives us a little bit of a you know, hinky feeling going into tomorrow morning. I wonder what it's going to end up resulting for for the day's stock trading. Yeah, it really kind of makes tomorrow a crapshoot, doesn't it? I mean, you know, you got one this way, one that way, and, and we'll have to see what the non-farm payroll number comes out to uh, tomorrow. Absolutely. It's going to be an interesting thought. It kind of has us all sitting on a little bit of pins and needles. Market news that are out there down the line. We've been poking fun for a long time at the meme stocks. I call it the Reddit gang. They they trade through a company called Robinhood, and Robinhood went public this uh, over the last week. They started out kind of flat, but boy, yesterday they turned into a meme stock on their own, didn't they? They really did. You know, they were up, what, 50% yesterday. Uh, closed at like $70.39, but they are trading down a little bit today, Dave. Um, here's the deal with uh, Robinhood. Uh, they they have to, you know, when insiders want to trade, they have to make a filing, especially if it's a big, big number. And uh, and so it looks like that the insiders uh, want to sell almost 98 million shares um, over some time period coming up here. And so, you know, shareholders that just bought it, they're not real happy about that. And so it's uh, it's trading down about six and a half percent to seven percent this morning. It's been down as low as 11, 11 and a half. I, I can see it happening. They end up getting fat by running it up on the Reddit board. And now they're all honked off at the insiders wanting to get fat, get the money and run. And now the Reddit board is going to turn to dump this turkey. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out because, you know, uh -huh. your friends can become your enemies real quick. <laughs> they've kind of they've kind of proven to be that every once in a while on that uh, meme stock syndrome. And they, what, what goes up can go down real fast when you get the social networking people honked off at you. Absolutely. That's the truth. We've seen it, uh, you know, time and time again when it comes to some of those meme stocks. Uh, your, your earnings season continues, and one of the ones that I noticed, and we were talking about it before we went on the air, uh, Uber. I, I was showing that they'd lost $509 million last quarter, but that was a big improvement over a year ago. You've got the report. How are they doing? Well, you know, it made me think maybe I'm not sure um, because, you know, sometimes these tip sheets can be wrong when you start reading and digging in. Uh, my sheet sh actually showed Uber. Uh, with a surprise profit for the quarter of 58 cents a share compared to a loss of 51 cents a share. Um, so revenue beat as well as um, as some other things, but it, it really put the stock under pressure um, from just a couple different things there, um, you know, investments. Uh, and so they're actually trading down this morning, which was kind of surprising when you and I got on the air, um, but they're down four and a quarter percent $40 right now. Begins to sound like maybe we're getting conflicting stories out of the tip sheets and the investors don't know what the Sam Hill to do with the stock either right now. Well, that seems to be that way. At least, at least uh, you know, given what you're telling me, that's, uh, we'll, we'll have to continue to watch that one and see if there's a correction that comes out somewhere. Uh, yeah, I hear you. What else have we got for an indication today? Well, you know, we've got, um, let's talk about another kind of um, one that's losing some steam and that's Etsy. Uh, you know, Etsy was a, a flying high stock during the pandemic because people could 
do their craft or hobby and sell it right on Etsy. And so it gained a lot of market steam and, and they made, uh, you know, they, they, they came in five cents. They had an estimate. They earned 68 cents a share. Um, so, so that was good. Revenue came in above forecast, uh, but the stock is under pressure now because of the, the looking forward, the expectations of growth fell way short of, uh, of what everybody thought they should be looking at there. And so, uh, this morning, they're trading down about 11.5% right now. Uh, that's a pretty big number, down $23 a share. Right now, it's at uh, about $179 a, a share given right now. Yeah, it's kind of starting to look like some of those shifts you and I have talked about over the years for strategies. Uh, strategies change based upon circumstances. We were noting a shift from growth stocks into revenue stocks for a little while in there back a couple of years ago. Now we're starting to look at the shift from pandemic-related stocks to uh, more blue-chip and safer investments now as the retail climate seems to change. A lot of those uh, you know, ride-sharing, uh, mail-order, Internet uh, revenue stream businesses are starting to get a little bit of pressure on them this earnings season, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. They're having to show – well, they're more looking at guidance going forward, right? What's it going to look like going forward um, and, and all those type of things? And so – that's that's a big deal. I do have a couple, uh, let's say some good news here. Wayfair reported, the home furnishing seller. Um, they uh, they came in at like $1.89 a share, well above the $1.15 they were expected to make. They also uh, had $3.9 billion in revenue for the quarter, well above pre-pandemic run rates, which is always a good sign when your revenue gets above what it was before the pandemic. And so... Uh, so they're up almost 2% this morning at $255 a share. Cool. Yeah, if you can beat what you were doing before the pandemic hit, that's good news. It, it really is. And uh, then I've got, I've got two more for you. I got Roku reported. Um, they, uh, you know, they, they're very popular, the streaming service. Um, they had weaker than expected user growth. They didn't add as many people as everybody thought they should. Um, you know, they did report better than expected earnings for the last quarter, but that was the last quarter. Everybody's looking ahead now. Uh, they made 52 cents a share compared to 13 cents they were expected to make. Revenue was well ahead of expectations, too. But again, that forward-looking forecast is putting some pressure on them this morning. They're down a little over 7.5%. Now, all these stocks are getting high price. They're like $388 right now. I was kind of wondering what was going to happen to Roku. They kind of got into a spitting match with Google over some of Google's and YouTube's apps running on the Roku box over this quarter and uh, made, YouTube, made YouTube cable TV a little harder to find for new users. I was wondering if that was going to cost them anything. Yeah, so it seems to be uh, putting some pressure on new users anyway. The last yeah, one I have for you today is Fastly. Now, Fastly may not sound real familiar to anybody, but they are a cloud computing software company. Um, and they were the ones responsible for earlier in June having that widespread network outage that affected a lot of the folks that we deal with. Um, and so that's a big deal for them. They, uh, they lost 14 cents a share second quarter. That was two cents better than expected. Um, however, that, uh, that issue that they had is going to weigh on them uh, for, for the ongoing quarter and maybe even further. And so they're our big loser this morning, Dave, down 22%. Um, they, they closed yesterday at 44.50. 
and they're going to right now they would open at thirty four dollars and eighty cents down almost twenty two percent good lord Actually, like you know what, Dave? That'll be a new 52-week low for them. Well, nothing like having half the world going after you with pitchforks and torches after. <laughs> ah, I feel sorry for them for the moment. Resetting the table down day yesterday pretty much across the board. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, Philip. What are we looking at? You know, right now the indexes um, have some green ink. I'm not nothing crazy, but but at least it's green ink. We've got the uh, the uh, Dow Jones up a little over two tenths of a percent. That's seventy five dollars. We got the S and P five hundred up about two tenths. That's getting uh, about eight dollars and fifty cents. And we got the Nasdaq up not quite two tenths of a percent. So everything's in the green, not not hugely in the green, but at least in the green. And then the commodities, um, we have a. A pretty much green ink also. Silver up a little over a tenth of a percent. Gold actually just went, I mean, it just went red by less than 50 cents uh, an ounce. And crude oil is uh, is heading up today. It's up a half a percent. But, Dave, it is below where you and I talked yesterday. It's at $68.50 a barrel right now. That's intriguing, and we were talking about production restrictions coming out of the OPEC people trying to uh, support the price. It ain't working, is it? No, it definitely doesn't seem to be anyway. That doesn't sound like it. Overseas markets, we had a mixed bag pretty much both in Asia at the close and in Europe this morning. They don't know what to think about what we're doing over here either, so they're all mixed up as well. It's just little movements either side of the zero mark for the most part. Philip, different ages, different levels of risk levels, different strategies that a person needs to plan for their retirement. If you haven't been to an advisor in five years, you probably are looking at the wrong strategy for your retirement. How do I find you to find that strategy? Absolutely, Dave. You know, that's important that we know how much risk we have. The closer folks get to retirement, the more important that becomes. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray. And then join us this weekend for the Sattler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 7.30. Good information just about everywhere you look for it from Statler Financial Services. Philip, thank you much, and we'll see you tomorrow morning, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Be well, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain, and you make a wish. 